All right, uh, head coach Paul Dick. Uh, the award uh, banquet unfortunately didn't happen, but you still named your award winners. Uh, just um, maybe sum it all up. I know it's a little. It's got to be a little disappointing that uh, all the guys couldn't be together on this uh, for this night. Yeah, it really is. I think for for everyone involved, obviously for the players, it's a special evening for them, and it's kind of their last um, send off and uh, opportunity to acknowledge them, just as a collective group, acknowledge our twenty year olds who are graduating and our award winners, and and then. You know that's a, a memorable evening for our fans as well. So it's it's well attended and um, it's just a lot of fun. So, um, but you know we've had to do things a little differently here this year, and, and uh, we thought we would get the awards out uh, via social media and uh, in a timely manner here too, where it's kind of still fresh on everybody's minds. And uh, so, you know, we we were able to do that here this week. All right, so let's go through the award winners, and we'll get your thoughts on uh, on each guy. Because usually at the awards banquet, if, if fans uh, didn't get uh, to attend past ones, you usually give a little bit of a, a speech uh, as each player comes to accept the award. Uh, so let's start with the academic excellence. Uh, it went to Lucas Fry. Yeah, I think he's uh, affectionately known as the professor in our room. So uh, aptly named, he's an extremely intelligent young man, and... Um, if you saw his high school transcripts, I think everyone would be envious of those numbers. And so I don't know if it was a surprise. We have some, you know, we have some smart guys in the room, guys that are very studious. And, uh, but uh, Lucas was definitely at the top of those charts this year. Rookie of the year. Uh, he was the rookie of the year in the MJHL, so it makes sense he was rookie of the year for the Steinbach Pistons. Carter Loney. Well, Carter had a heck of a year, obviously. I think anybody that had an opportunity to watch him play this year, uh, you know, what what an exciting player. and Just the speed and energy and uh, just does, you know, does everything. I mean, he's he's one of our smaller players, but I think he had the hit of the game or the crunch of the game uh, on a number of occasions as well. So uh, plays with some bite, uh, can score, you know, makes plays. And, um, you know, for a 17-year-old, in our league, it's um, you know it's it's difficult for 17-year-olds to make that transition. Never mind to excel in the manner that he did. You know, I go back to the showcase when he fought Nick Doyle, captain of the Wayways of Kappa Wolverines. I think that kind of set the tone for his season. And if guys thought they were going to take liberties on him, Paul, I think he kind of made sure that that would not happen after that fight. Yeah, it was somewhat of a defining moment. I, I think it really. <laughs> You know, word spread around the league that um, you know what what took place that he could take care of himself, and and uh, yeah, he he wasn't uh, wasn't going to be pushed around. So um, I think that that really went a long ways in towards uh, his season. I mean, he's very respected in the league, and both um, you know plays the game, um, plays for keeps, so to speak. I mean, he's very very competitive, and um, yeah, it was just just a pleasure coaching him this year. Top scorer, and this player fascinates me, Kyle Bettens. He did a lot of you know very flashy things, and then on the other hand, very quietly just seemed to put up a point or two, it seemed like, every night. Uh, just take us through what you thought of Kyle Bettens. Yeah, well, Kyle's another very talented player. and uh, You know, I think you and I spoke about it at one point near the end of the season, just how much of our offense goes through Kyle. And, um, you know, he, he draws a lot of attention. Obviously, a player that teams key on, and um, you know, just finds guys. I think, 
you know, he'll draw defense out of position, and you know, he'll move pucks and create a lot of opportunities for others. So, very unselfish with the puck. Um, I think that. I mean, that being said, he's got one of the best shots on our team. So, you know, we've really encouraged him to uh, to use the shot more. I think uh, um, it, it's such a threat. I mean, uh, if you see him shoot the puck in practice, you, I, I've often made the comment to him that if I shot like him and I played right now, I'd be the most selfish player on the ice. So um, just to, you know, really encouraging to use the weapon. Uh, speaking of really encouraging, watching uh, your most improved player grow this season, just talk about Tucker Hodgson and the, the growth of his game at 18. Yeah, it was really, really fun to watch that progression. I think, um, you know, Tucker came in making the step from uh, U.S. high school, um, didn't play his senior year there and, and, and joined us this year. And, um, and I knew how competitive he was and I knew uh, how hard he works in practice and I, we knew he was going to put the time in. And typically with players like that and they have that type of a willingness, you're going to see you're going to see progress and you're going to see it on a consistent basis because they, they just show up every day and put in the time. Um, you know, first to request video after games, watching his shifts from the night before, just had a real eagerness to learn. And um, so, yeah, it was really fun. There's still more there. I think uh, there's, there's a bright future for Tucker. Uh, just an incredibly competitive kid. I just love how hard he plays. And, um, you know, just uh, for, we just we had an exit meeting with him yesterday. Calvin and I were speaking that if if an, if a person watched him on September 30th, October 30th, November 30th, December 30th, so to speak, once a month, um, you know, the the progression would have been would be very very evident to him. Yeah, he was fantastic, uh, especially as the year went on. Uh, an award that uh, the guys say they don't keep an eye on, Paul, but I know that they do, and it's the Three Stars Award. Guys like being named a star. They like going out there for that lap with no helmet on, waving to the kids and, and to the fans. They like that. Uh, Matt Lenz got it. He had a team-high seven first stars on home ice. Uh, really no surprise there. No, there wasn't. I mean, he, one, he's such a big part of our team. He had just had an, an exceptional year, and, uh, there were others that that had great years as well, but I'm uh, not surprised that Lindsay wins that award. Um, yeah, you know that's a little feather in, in every player's cap to be a, a you know one of the stars to be acknowledged. The fans are there. Uh, those are really really good memories and good moments for the players. And Lindsay experienced a lot of those this year. Uh, the True Grit Award and. You know, this is one of those awards where you, you can have so many different players that win it, and then usually the recipient just stands out, and you're like, yep, that makes total sense. And this year is no exception. Caden Cleland. Yeah, you know what? It's one of those awards. Uh, to me, it's a bit of a badge of honor. Um, you know, those are the guys sometimes that don't get recognized uh, for their offensive uh, contributions. I mean, we've had guys in the past that have really blended both. Um, you know, Cleo brings a lot of grit to the table. He's just, just a, such a competitive kid. He's physical. You'll block shots. You'll just a team first attitude. And, um, you know, I think when he, he's inspiring, he's one of those players that are inspiring to watch. I know that he often gets our group going when things are a little flat within a game, if it's a big hit or, um, you know, he just brings a little bit of fire to the ice every night. 
And you know, not to not to take anything away, but uh, you look up and down your roster, Paul, and you got to be pretty happy that you had a laundry list of players you could have chosen for this particular award. Well, I agree. That's uh, that's a good spot. I think as an organization, you know, you want grit in your in your lineup. And I thought we had a number of guys. And there's definitely others that that were worthy of the uh, award as well. Uh, he t- he came away with two awards this year, uh, and one of them uh, for the second time it's Tanner Mole we'll start with the fan favorite what can you say about Tanner and just the way you saw him grow with the fans here in Steinbeck well I think that's two in a row for Tanner eh? so that really speaks a lot you know speaks loudly about the type of person that he is and how he connects with our community and with uh, with the youth in our organ our youth in our community and and just uh, you know just people in general he's just a great young guy and um you know, wasn't surprised at that, uh, at how that uh, boat turned out. Um, you know, he's a guy that we're going to be missed. Really contributed to to our culture here, and um, you know, took his responsibilities as a Steinbeck Piston very, very seriously, both on and off the ice, and uh, just a great example for our younger players. And I think that carries over into him being named the Community Service and Leadership Award. That's a lot of stuff that's off the ice that maybe fans uh, don't normally see. Well, that's exactly it. To me, those things are kind of tied together. And you know, um, a number of years ago, we were encouraging our players to, you know, to get involved in the community and and just asking them to, uh, you know, really participate and immerse themselves. And you know, one of the comments I made is I said, even if you want to take the take a selfish approach um, the more you're out there i said the more fans you're going to have so uh, i i think that's really been the case i think for a lot of our players the ones that are are popular amongst our fan base are the ones that are involved away from the rink and um yeah and, and there's a number of different things i mean there's our guys have been mentoring some young some some young uh boys in our community and um Obviously, minor hockey practices are a big part of it as well. Uh, with the uh, reading programs in the schools, and there's just a number of different uh, initiatives that our guys have been been uh, involved in, and and uh, you know we're trying to grow that every year just so we become a bigger part of the fabric here of southeastern Manitoba. Playoff MVP. This guy, when he came back from injury, it took him a couple games, but when he got going, Paul, I I think he still had room to go. His ceiling is so high. The playoff MVP was Christian Reamer. Yeah, it was it was impressive. I mean, we you know we had a number of guys that had a tremendous playoff. I mean, it was a four game series, obviously, but we had a number of guys that had an excellent playoff. So, but I thought. You know, with Christian, uh, you know, he was just tremendous. I mean, just a horse uh, on the back end. Our penalty kill, I think, was perfect. I think we went, you know, 23 for 23. He played such a big part in that. Um, played more minutes than he had before, I thought. And then he got involved in the offense. Uh, you know, did he have six points in the four games? Scored the big OT winner. Um, it was just, you know, every night uh, we give out an award within internally within the dressing room um you know it's a hard hat it's the player of the game that you know maybe had an impact or the biggest impact on the game it wasn't necessarily on the score sheet but uh you know reams was a guy that could have won that award almost every night uh, in those four games so um yeah it was really 
really fun to, to see him take that next step and um, to lead and, and uh, really grow as a, as a player. And just I think he just grew in confidence as, as the year went on, and then uh, we really saw that um, all the benefits of that confidence in in March. You know, you, you say words like leadership, consistency, uh, and they all describe the top defenseman for your team this year. Your captain, Declan Graham. What can you say about uh, Dex's year? Well, there's his consistency was really remarkable. I thought uh, it starts with his preparation. You know, he brings uh, um, he brings a, a workmanlike mindset uh, every every uh, time he comes to the rink and, you know, practices, he's very intentional with practice. And, um, you know, we just, we saw, you know, in Declan Graham that every night we knew exactly what we were going to get from him this year. And uh, that's, you know, that's what you hope to see from your captain. And, uh, you know, so for him to, to win that award, when, uh, when, you know, it's a great achievement. We had a pretty good back end, but uh, very deserving of it. And, um, you know, a guy that we're going to miss here next year for sure. And finally, uh, the most valuable player for the regular season. Uh, again, it there was probably a couple players, but this guy was head and shoulders above. Uh, your goaltender, Matt Lenz. Yeah, you're right. We had a number of guys that had, had excellent seasons and were very valuable to us. But I think you take, in particular this year with, with the goalies, uh, goalie situation we had. I mean, we had to dress eight goalies, I believe. Um you know, Lindsay was 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 out for a short stretch, but um, I think everybody viewed him as our as our most valuable player, and um, just there every night. I mean, he was just uh, an off night for Lindsay. Was letting in three, and, and that didn't happen very often. So it's um, another player that just 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 grew. It's, it was really uh, rewarding to see his progression here the last two years. Just. It, I think it started, you know, last year when uh, Radonchi went to uh, Team Canada West and Lindsay had the opportunity to play in eight straight games, I believe, and and really, really took the ball and ran with it. And Rads came back and, you know, Rads played extremely well, but every time Lindsay was in from that point forward, it was like he had the confidence of the room and he brought that into this season. And I think, you know, he was excited. He had a, a Division One opportunity last summer but, um, you know, he decided to come back and kind of bet on himself. Uh, he thought there might be a better situation for him. And he had made the comment that he hadn't played. He hadn't played in uh, important games yet. You know, he had been, been the backup. He hadn't played in the playoffs. And I think for, for him this year, he came, came in here, you know, really on a mission to take his game to the next level, to lead our team. And uh, ultimately it, uh, resulted in a division one scholarship for him all right paul to uh wrap up the awards uh that are given out by the team every year uh again a nice balance you've got the veteran 20 year olds that walked away with a couple you've got some young guys that picked up some awards that are going to be the future of this team uh just when you look at that from from your coach's point of view and an organizational point of view to see that nice kind of mix of older graduating players and younger up-and-coming players what does that mean to the organization that it's kind of spread out like that well, you always like to see that, um, you know, if, the, if all your strength is lies in your 20-year-olds and, um, 
you know, you're probably going to have some holes to fill the next year. And you always do anyway. We're certainly losing some key players. There's no question about that. But we also feel like we're in a very healthy position with, um, you know, some of the 17, 18, and 19-year-olds that we had this year that were that often drove the team as well, um, particularly on the offensive side of things. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good spot to be in. You always try to create some balance within your ages. Uh, you don't want to be too heavy in, in a particular age group. So uh, we're excited with what's ahead for some of our guys. I think we have players that played key roles for us this year that are ready to take on more and to really, you know, put the team on, on their back, so to speak. So, um, you know, we had, very encouraging exit meetings with the players, and I know the guys are very excited for next year. Um, you know, it's uh, we're not exactly sure yet when next year will begin, but uh, you know, we're, we're very hopeful that it's a normal start in terms of uh, you know mid to end of September. But um, um, yeah, I think uh, like like you mentioned, as a staff, we're very encouraged with what we have coming back. 